listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Rolston and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast where today I have the absolute pleasure of interviewing two of our authors from the Dynamic Women Success Secrets book. So please welcome um, Paula and Nicole and what we're going to do today we're, we're going to get to the heart of why they're in the book like why bother what's their story what tips do they have to share with us because these fabulous ladies have um, lots of expertise and knowledge and they're just great people. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank Happy you. to be here. Yeah. Nicole, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about you? Okay. Thank you. Um, my Thank name you is for the one minute here. And I am the CEO of Elite Fitness Team Inc., an online health and fitness company. I have been in business for almost 10 years. And last year, October 1st, 2018, my business partner and I decided to go 100% online so that um, the whole world is an opportunity instead of the four walls that were around me in the per private personal training studio. And that's, that, uh, that's where I am right now, just building a brand new business, basically yeah. taking one business and um, seeing yeah. what else is possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that um, when I met you, you'd done that pivot in things and it's so cool to be able to, to reach out to more people mm -hmm. and to have that opportunity to train more. And I know you do a lot of work with mindset as well, mm -hmm. right? The say yes. I saw your video. Yes. Mindset <laughs> is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that. Let's find out more about Paula. Thank you, Diane. Um, I am retired a couple of years ago. I'm changing careers, so I'm a graduate student currently, uh, nearing the completion of my degree, just waiting on actually feedback from my supervisor on my first draft of my thesis. Um, I'm interested in adult education, and um, so I'm also taking a diploma program to build a solid foundation in um, from an educational perspective. Um, yeah, so that's me right now. I'm just in the moment of transformation. That's awesome. And we didn't catch your last name, so it was Paula Kent. And Kent. in the books, yeah, Paula, Paula Kent. J. Kent. Paula J. Kent, number forty-four. Your secret forty-four, and Nicole, you forty-one, forty-one, forty-one. Yeah, because we went alphabetical, um, just as a way of to kind of quickly by first name find where everybody is. And so the book has fifty-two. Um, contributors, 52 women that are in the book. So these are top thought leaders, dynamic women, and experts uh, who share their stories and secrets on the topic of success. Yeah. So ladies, what makes you successful? If the book's about success, what makes you successful? Go ahead, Nicole. What's that? Who would like to go first? You go ahead, Nicole. What makes me successful is the yeah. question. Yeah. Um, 
The thing that makes me successful is that I work hard every single day. And then when a door opens, I have the courage to walk through it. Awesome. Love it. How about you, Paula? Um, for me, success um, before was definitely tied a lot to financial uh, success. Mm. In my previous life, I worked in uh, the banking sector. Now for me, though, success is very similar to Nicole. It's hard work. And it's also facing fears and it's walking through those doors with courage and not taking failure as a dead end, but as an opportunity to learn something new, change how you're doing it and approach it differently to, for personal growth. Yeah. Love that. And so do you feel like society's definition of success is wrong? Yes. <laughs> I mean, for myself, sorry, I'll jump in. Definitely money makes the world go round. Uh, and I mean that just from a perspective of having enough to eat. Those are, those are the sort of the meat and potatoes, that hierarchy of needs. We have to have enough. But once we have that, we don't need to keep climbing, in my mind, um, the, after that almighty dollar. Yeah. And it's really about significance. What significance mm -hmm. can we bring into our own life? through um, personal growth, but also significance for others. And for me, if, if we could sort of swirl it all around, I think if we could all focus a little bit more on how we interact with others, um, that the world could be a few more steps ahead than where it is right now. Yeah, I agree. Well said. And how about you, uh, Nicole? What do you feel about society's definition of success? Um, I think when it's fired up through money and material things, I think people do not make decisions on autonomy and true happiness because everything is time, money, and energy. And for example, right now, my number one goal is to really listen to what fires me up because how I spend every minute of my day is even more important than my bank account. Hmm. So for me personally speaking, yes, I love money. I am super driven by money, but I am more driven on how I spend my time. Hmm. So that is, that is success for me. I want to wake up without an alarm. I want to do what I want when I want and hmm. also get fired up from doing it. Hmm. So that's success for me. Yeah. And your words of fired up for me are resonance. When we're in resonance, we're in alignment, we get energy, like unlimited amounts of energy. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like, how can I be in resonance more often? I'm definitely not in resonance when I'm, you know, doing taxes or having to do some of the detailed work or, or such. And so finding that for me is, is really important. So what is it that, that lights both of you up? What fires you up? What has you in resonance? Um, I feel personally that I'm still trying to find that because it was just a year ago that we closed the studio because I was not in res resonance. Is that your word? Yep, um, fired up. <laughs> I was not fired up. Um, so I've discovered some things over the last year, but I haven't quite nailed it yet. Yeah. So, I've been, I have been inspired to be completely who I am now that I'm online. Mm -hmm. um, so that's been 
definitely a journey to accept who I am completely and to be who I am so that I can move forward. So getting fired up, I don't know. I love creating and I love giving my opinion and I love just <laughs> who I am. So um, I'm still trying to find that. Yeah. I'm still trying to find that. Huh. Cool. How about you, Paula? Yeah, I'll echo that. I think it's this sense of wholeness that I, I feel today that I didn't feel previously. I, I always, um, I always felt a bit of a disconnect. And I, as I reflected and, and I've, and I've gone through this journey of retirement and entering graduate studies and, and really just sounds like trite, but finding myself, I know that I'm fully presenting my whole self and that feels different and it's an internal thing. I don't know if it presents differently, but I definitely feel, I feel different. And, and then it's that confidence that comes with overcoming difficulties and saying, okay, well that didn't work. I can, I can try this then. Um, yeah, for me, that, that's where I feel the most real uh, and the most powerful. It's my, my own self being, fueling myself forward. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And I love that there are a few women in the book who have pivoted after retirement mm -hmm. into something else, into something that drives them more so. I know uh, Brenda Benham um, in the book is is retired as well and started her own business. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I love that we have people kind of entering the work in, in the business world, people leaving a career and starting a new one. We just have such a mix in the book of all different kinds of people. And that's why I said these are secrets and tips, um, sorry, secrets and stories from top thought leaders, experts, and dynamic women. So which of those three titles do you connect with more? Top thought leader, expert, or dynamic woman? Oh, that's a good question. I yeah, like the never asked anyone leader. that. What's uh, that? Top thought leader. Top thought leader? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would like agree. Paula? I like, when you were saying that, I thought, you know, top thought leader is what resonates with me, but I feel, it's interesting, I feel like an expert in my own life now, which I might not, which is a funny sort of thing to feel that you weren't an expert in your own life before. Um, but yeah, I would say top thought leader like Nicole. Awesome. Now, without giving this, your story away, without giving your contribution away completely, because you know, those listening really do need to read what you wrote mm -hmm. and to read what everyone wrote. So the idea with 52 is that you could read one a day, you could read one a week. Um, and some people just want to sit and read the whole thing in one sitting. But the idea of having, being able to percolate on your message, on your story or on your secrets over the week will allow them to not just take it in, but to actually implement so what, um, what's the main message of your piece or what's a, a teaser about your piece that you'd like to share today? Hmm. Cool. Would you like to go first? <laughs> I'll, I'll jump in. I, I just want to, um, yeah, what I'd like to share is don't feel like you need to be stuck. Mm. You're never, ever, ever stuck. We all have the power within ourselves to make a change. We just have to take that first step. Yeah. And that's really, it's not easy. <laughs> it's got lots of emotion involved with it, 
but it's so worth it to, to, to get yourself unstuck. We don't have to stay stuck. And I really, I really like the visual that you have in your, in your piece as well. I, I won't share what it is. People have to read it to know, but just that, um, yeah, that visual that you gave people. And so I'll just keep with you, Paula, for now. What mm-hmm. do you hope the impacts that people have that read it? What are you hoping that they take away from it? Just that it can be done. I'm just an ordinary person. I'm, you know, not extraordinary and it can be done. You can get out and, and hold on to your power, um, and not power like it's a bad thing, but I think we need to, to spark it within ourselves mm-hmm. that we, we own it. It's, it's within us to do it um, and not to be afraid. Mm-hmm. Not to be afraid. Awesome. Yeah, because fear holds us back so much. Yeah, fear. Someone told me once, fear is false expectations appearing real. Yeah. And uh, absolutely, you got to shout down that monkey and just like, it's not real. Yeah. It's so I'm going gonna, gonna to hold on to that word fear. I'm going to come back to it. I want to make sure Nicole gets a chance to share about what was the main message of your piece, Nicole, and, uh, and then we'll get into what you hope the impact on others will be. I'd say the main message is that if you have a dream, goal, or vision, if you want God or the universe or whoever or whatever you believe in to open another door, you have to close the door that's not doing you any good. Mm -hmm. So you have to close a door in order for another door to open. Because if you're letting that thing that's holding you back, hold you down, you can't move forward. So I'm a little bit more bold than the average person. So I like to rip things off like a Band-Aid because um, I'm just, I don't know, I, maybe I'm a adrenaline junkie. I'm not well, sure. You probably have a high tolerance to stress mm-hmm. yeah. and challenge and change. I get off on it. Like I love it. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather be scared to death than bored to death. <laughs> so for those who have a high tolerance to risk and stress, and are not happy with where they're at, then your piece is gonna really uh, support them to move forward. And I'm also guessing that those who are maybe, um, have a lower tolerance to risk, and that doesn't make that them um, less of people in any way. It's just what our bodies are capable of. I know that I have a very high tolerance to stress and risk and challenge, and yes, I you know eat challenge for breakfast. And when mm-hmm. I got, tore my ACL playing rugby and I couldn't play sports uh, for a long time. Uh, I had to find challenge in other areas of life and I actually had to create challenge. And so, but after having children, I realized my body couldn't handle high stress. My body couldn't handle all these different things. And so I've experienced both sides, being able to handle it all and then not being able to handle it and getting anxiety. And so I'm guessing your story is also going to inspire people to you know maybe they don't do it one final swoop like the big rip off of the band-aid that you said but at least their mind is changed and they start to become more aware and so a change that maybe you've done in in a few days they will take a few weeks to a few months and and that's okay And and the goal with that is to I really believe we need to visualize outside of that box. And the box is that box of fear. 
So everyone feels so trapped by their fear. But if you visualize what life is like outside of that box, and for me personally was the four walls of the personal training studio. Mm. It's like I had to visualize myself and make myself believe that I was worthy of more. Mm -hmm. um, so really it's about thinking outside of the box. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you have to close that door. You have to close that box. Yeah. There's something you really want outside of that box. Now, what's really funny is, uh, so the fear thing, what I'm going to ask you, Paula, is, uh, and I'll, get, I'll just say something with Nicole first. Um, the question is, how did you fear when I invited you to be part of the book? And uh, was it a, a yay, yes, for sure? Or was it there a little bit of fear there? So, Paula, I'm going to come back to you in a moment about, you know, what was your kind of journey of maybe the saboteur, the limiting beliefs, or any fear that came up? Mm -hmm. uh, and for you, Nicole, I know that when I made the invitation to come be part of the book, you were like a hell yeah, where do I sign up? Let's do this. And what's funny is <laughs> on, uh, just recently we had the East Coast book launch party because we're doing an East Coast book launch for all the authors that are out there over just over 20. And then the rest of the authors are on the West Coast. So we have, uh, so Nicole's just at that party. Paula will be at the, um, the next party at the end of November on the 23rd. And if you're listening to this after that, uh, it's the, it's 2019 we're thinking about. Um, and so if you're listening later, you can still go on social media and search for the events to see the photos from it. And so on Saturday night, I had some authors in the room for the next book. And then I, so I said, and who's going to be in the next book? Uh, and, and Nicole yells out, I am. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, you are? <laughs> so she thought I was asking the room, who wants to be in the next book? Nicole's like, yep, yep, put me in. But really what I was doing was I was giving a chance for those who have already said yes to being in the next book, a chance to put their hands up. And so it was quite a fun opportunity. Um, and so, Nicole, you're still a hell yes. You're, you're in there. <laughs> well, you know, my thing is okay. I just, I believe that every action has a reaction. So people are always wanting and wishing things in life, but not taking any action. So if you start to say yes to things, your life will change. And if you continue to say no, it'll stay exactly the same. And that's kind of something I fell upon the last couple of weeks. And I don't know, that just resonates with me. Yeah, you've been rolling with it. Yeah. How was your journey, Paula, with, uh, you know, would you like to be in the book, Paula? Or here's an opportunity to be in the book, Paula. How do you feel? So what kind of went through your mind? Well, I think, I, I, to be honest, I, it caught me off guard when you first sent the email because I think we had just met somewhere. And uh, we'd maybe spoken very, very briefly. Mm. And it felt a little bit like the universe. So there you are, Diane. You're, you were the universe. Yay. Because, love it. Yeah. Um, or the I universe was working through you. Um, you know, the writing was something I, I, I loved to do when I was young, got into this whole different career, which was very wonderful. I don't want to dismiss how wonderful it really was. Um, but I found, have found or refound this love of writing. And so for that opportunity to come back when it did, yeah. I, it was fantastic. I think it was February. Um, and to be able to challenge myself and put together something like succinctly and concise was wonderful because you really have to force yourself to understand the message and it allows you to unpack 
all of what is the real meaning of what happened. How do I really share what has occurred? Um, so that, that was just an amazing gift. I got to this place where I felt like, well, that experience was great. But to be able to hand it over to people and just to give my book to have people and have them give me feedback, I, I, I don't even have words to express that. It is just incredible. It is incredible. Mm -hmm. um, and, and just as people share other stories that are in the, in the book and saying the pieces, it just feels like it's a powerful mix. It's a powerful soup, yes. a cocktail, and I guess a cocktail of success for people to, to just sip on little by little. Yeah. Right. And so even if we look at the both of you vastly different in where, you know, what you're doing and, um, different coasts. You know, Nicole, you've got a, a young um, little girl. Nicole uh, and Paula, you have a son, is it? it? Yeah, I've got four kids, three big ones, and one little one still. Definitely so. different for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, very um, vastly different. The women in the book are very different. And that's why I wanted to make sure that everyone's bio was included so that we could, people could find out where are these people from or what do they do in their nine to five kind of life? And what happens outside of their nine to five life and yeah. can I relate to them? And, um, and so I, it's important that not like, cause anybody can read this book, male or female, they'll get lots out of it, but it's important that women see other women as role models. Mm -hmm. And so in the book, there are so many vastly different people, but we can all connect on different things. So both of you can connect as being business owners or both of you can connect on um, having children. Both of you can connect on uh, making a, a drastic change in your life. And mm -hmm. so there are many different things that, that people can, can get from it. And uh, one thing I, that, that I'll just kind of um, share is at the party and even before the party, you know, some people weren't as vocal about the book and they weren't sharing and telling people to come to the party to celebrate them because they felt like, should I really be in a book about success? Uh, is what I've shared uh, big enough, special enough, unique enough? Mm -hmm. And I know what my answer to that is, but, but what do you say to that, ladies? If this is some of your feather, feather, fellow authors and potentially um, you felt it as well like a fraud, like being in a, in a book like this. And I really want to speak to that because there might be people out there that are thinking, well, maybe I could be in a book like this, or they're hearing the voice that says, no, you can't. You can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. That inner saboteur. What I found as I read through it myself is there is, you know, the world's diverse and you have collected diverse people. Yes. All female, but that someone's going to find a piece of themselves in the story, in anyone, any one story. And I, you know, as we were talking, um, I'm reflecting on how we talked about risk tolerance and how I have a very low risk tolerance and Nicole has a very high risk tolerance. And, you know, it's all about change and that, but are the people that are reading the books too, we can't all just be running down that track at 110, right? There's other ways to make changes in your life that are, um, just as effective so hopefully we speak to to speak to everybody yeah and nicole how about you what would you say to someone who is in the book but doesn't feel like they should be 
or is thinking about being in a collaborative book, but is not really thinking they're special enough in whatever way? Um, well, I have three things. Hopefully my brain can remember everything. Um, first thing is everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. and the problem is because we're living our story, we've heard it and thought about it. So it's boring to us, mm -hmm. but absolutely everybody has a story in this world. And the cool thing when I was listening to Paula talk um, was Paula, right? They got that right. Like I said, my brain's starting to shut down. Um, is that it's important to be heard. Mm -hmm. I think that when somebody buys the book or they are interested in hearing what you have to say, it feels good because everyone should be heard because everyone has a story and everyone should exactly. be heard. So that's a really important reason why people should try to get into a book because everyone's story is worth hearing. Mm. Um, when it comes to me getting in the book and feeling worthy, um, I've struggled with depression and self-worth my whole life. And I have recently demanded a high self-worth and a high, like high self-confidence. So basically I have a mojo where it's like, fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. I, I, you know, I try not to listen to other people's opinions about myself, including <laughs> I'm trying not to listen to my own opinion about myself. Mm -hmm. Right. So that is something that I practice daily. Um, so basically I just fake it till I make it till the positive stuff is in the subconscious. Um, cause if you don't show yourself self love and you don't think you're worth it, nobody else will either. Exactly. So me getting into a book like this and continuing to push myself and put myself in different situations is me faking it till I make it. Cause I know I am worth it. It's just about making sure that I realize that because mm -hmm. I want to be a good role model for my daughter. And there's other women out there that are struggling. And that really bothers me because, um, I know, I know just personally speaking, um, from having depression, I know what it's like to sit in a dark room and think really bad things about myself and therefore take the actions that are in line with that. So I know there's people out there struggling just like that. And if I can help anyone get out of that mindset, um, that would make me feel really good. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Uh, does that answer the question about self-worth? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, I know uh, everyone in the book, and I know that everyone does have a great story to share or some secrets on success. And you're right, you know, being witnessed, being part of this is super important. Um, even just to challenge your own saboteurs to see what voices start to creep up and creep in. Uh, and there is not enough times where we celebrate ourselves. And so the fact that I, that I get to support women in giving them a platform to tell their stories um, for their own journey is, is really key. And that's why um, I think so many women step forward to want to be part of it. The next book is about confidence uh, because this whole journey to the first book was about confidence for the, for the women. And so um, it, it's going to be kind of the, the next in the series and just really the progress of how everyone is, has gone through this process. So I thank both of you. I thank you, Paula Kent, Nicole Dumont, for being with me today. Uh, I trust that our listeners have got some little gems here that they can put into their lives. I want to take an Insta story. What's that? What's that? 
I want to take an Insta story. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need me to stop talking? No, no, no. Keep talking. Keep talking. Cool. So, uh, so thank you for being part of the book. For those of you listening, you need to read Paula and Nicole's stories, their contributions to the book. And there are a few Nicoles in the book. And so just a reminder, this is Nicole Dumont, D-O-U-M-O-N-T. So Paula, you're the, you're the only Paula. I'm the only Paula, yeah. Seeker 41 and Seeker 44. And if you want to be get a hold of these ladies, all of their information is in the book as well so that you can reach out to them. So, uh, and you can see on dianerolston.com forward slash success, you can see all of their photos that are currently up there as well as grab your copies so that you can celebrate these women and push yourself forward with all of the secrets and stories that they have shared. So thanks again, ladies, for joining me today. Thank you, Thank you Diane. You are welcome. Bye. Bye. dynamic women for joining us today please hop on over to itunes to subscribe and leave us a review who do you know who needs to hear our message we'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family if you're ready to be more dynamic have more balance and more success head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book stay dynamic